to week two of Megan Funt of Sports. I am Megan Gailey. I am in a hat. I am joined by my co-host and gorgeous counterpart, also in a hat, from Extra Points, which she has been gifted, which I have not been gifted, uh, Megan Connolly. Hello, Megan. Yeah, they like me better. So so I got a hat, which it's really weird because you live in L.A. Yeah. Extra Points is in L.A. Mm-hmm. Your hat did not arrive. No, I live in Florida. And... Um, had arrived. Yeah, maybe it's one of those, like, you know, when you get the adopted child, you really shower them in gifts and your own kid. You're like, come on, you know we like you. All right, we got to make this kid feel special. <laughs> that's definitely not what they tell people to do. I've, just, <laughs> I've seen maybe one show where they did that. Um, Megan and I did record a um, intro, but then she thought her house was being broken into and realized she wasn't recording. So we're re-recording, which is a good catch because I have recorded whole podcasts before that were not recorded. And that is a painful one. So you got to redo the whole thing? Well, it was unfortunately with a, um, hmm, I'm going to say a C-list celebrity. And uh, they said no. <laughs> Wow. They didn't even say no. They just, it, my, it was my husband. He forgot to hit record. And then it was his friend. And so he was like, hey, man, I'm so sorry. Can you come back on? And they just didn't respond, which is correct. Yeah. I I like to think I would be the person who re-records. But I think maybe I when would, you hit that C list, that's when you stop replying. Yeah. Yeah. And I would give um, sort of credits of what they had just done, but I think it would, um, give it away. But like they had been at the Academy Awards that week. So you're not going to double record a podcast on Oscars week, you know? No, no. One and done for that week. Oh yeah. (laughs) You lose. Um, I am wearing my little Colts hat though. My little horseshoe. And because it's a good week because I think that win on Sunday warrants you wearing Oh, it was a messy win. It was a sloppy win. I only watched one quarter and a half of it on my TV and then was watching the rest of it on my phone because I was so stressed out. But I have this negativity crystal that I um, tricked myself into buying and I was rubbing it all Sunday during the game. And I actually just got bad professional news too. So I'm rubbing it right now. And I think that it's... I don't know if I, I have to imagine I'm the only Colts fan that is seeking out crystal work, um, but I think it's working. Yeah, Indianapolis doesn't really strike me no. as the, the crystal, the crystal <laughs> capital no, of the world. Have, if you have a crystal in Indianapolis, they are hanging you as a witch for sure, for sure. <laughs> but it worked. Um, so this I think you have to keep the crystal with you until it doesn't work. Yeah, but then it's a negativity crystal. So it's like if I get rid of it, then I'm am I just succumbing to my own negativity? Hmm. See? See, I don't really know how crystals work. I'm not Neither I'm not I. into them. Neither do but I. But <laughs> I know a lot of people on Instagram are very into them and I see them in the stories all the time. And I kind of wish that I was because if a crystal could make all my problems go away, I I mean I would have a lot of them, right? Yeah. Oh, I have friends that have them in their bras at all times. Um I, I, I know lots of tarot card readers. It is something that I would like to, like last week I was like, I'm going to get into knitting. I've done not one more thing to get into it, except tweet that I was going to get into it. So it does, it honestly feels maybe kind of like a hobby where it's like you just spend money and then collect pretty colored things. And I think that's a hobby that I could get into. 
Yeah, well, your crystal doesn't, it looks more like marble. Like when I think of crystal, I think of um, like rigid edges and sparkly and um, the shiny ones. I'm not into the tarot card reading, the crystals Mm. and the zodiac signs are something I, I really missed. Like I know what my zodiac sign is, but I don't know any idea about like those moons and all of the stuff going on. I kind of wish I was more passionate about it, but you know. It's really, we are. Um, you know, I went to like a, a burning circle once on a full moon uh, when I first moved to L.A. And it really did strike me. I was in a very low place and I got a tarot card reading that was so accurate and frightening that I do love getting them. And sometimes they can be very illuminating. Um, so I know, I don't know how to do it. I, I've been wanting a tarot card deck forever and people are like, someone has to give it to you. You can't buy it for yourself. And so I've told all of my friends that I want one and have yet to be given one. So it's just... You have bad friends. (laughs) I just really want to get into it, but I think everyone's like, no, bitch, that's not going to be for you. But I, wait, what is your, what, when is your birthday? Um, July 21st. Okay. So what does that make you? I am on the cusp of cancer and Leo, but I identify as a Leo. Am I allowed to do that? I just made up my own rules. I decided I like Leo better, so that's what I want to be. I'm the last day of Aquarius going into Pisces, and I definitely do have some Aquarius tendencies, but I definitely don't have them. So I think if you're a cusper, what they would tell you in a reading is that you are correct, is that you, and you're like moon and your sun, all of that matters too. Wow. I hope people who like sports are still listening. Oh, they're gone. They're fully gone. They're fully, fully gone. They're okay, like, okay. Next, next topic, our periods. Um, no, we're going we're gonna to get back on track. The Colts have won. But the issue with the Colts is the Tennessee Titans keep winning. So it's like if we, there's only so much the Colts can do. Now we, the Tennessee Titans, I keep saying we, like I'm on the team. I do feel like I'm on the team. The Colts and the Tennessee Titans play this weekend that's a big game. That's a big game because that would very much level the playing field. And the Tennessee Titans are weird because I, I underestimated them. I didn't think I they were that good. And then they beat the Chiefs. And I'm like, but I think there's something with that because that went over the Chiefs. That's not the real Chiefs. That's not like the big bad Chiefs of the past four years that we've come to know. This is a new brand of Chiefs football. And it's not a good brand if you're a Kansas no. City Chiefs fan because – it used to just be able to be blamed on the defense. Oh, the defense is bad, but poor Mahomes. No, this offense looks absolutely terrible. Yeah. And they they used to just be truly NFL blitz. You know, it was a video game. Travis Kelsey can do things. They, uh, Mahomes can do things. Now, I have a good friend. I am going to credit her because I think that this there is some validity to this. My dear friend, Sarah Tiana, very, very funny. Um, also a sports gal. Her name is not Sarah. I mean, her name is not Megan, so she's not a part of this, but a part of both of our hearts. She has a theory that when a player becomes a father for the first time, it does end up impacting, you know, how much attention. And and even if it's one of those things, even if they're going to be a bad dad, you know, like, I'm not changing any diapers. I'm not looking at the baby when I'm in season, which I don't think our, you know, catch-up king is doing. It still has to subconsciously impact them. Now, I think Mahomes is probably a semi-hands-on dad that it's like, could it be lack of sleep? Could it be division of attention? 
could it could it just be the factors of maybe football isn't the one and only important thing in his life at this very moment, and that's why there's been a drop-off? So I like this theory because I've thought a lot about it, but I've actually thought the opposite. I thought that when you became a father, suddenly you um, – develop this strength that you need to provide for your family. Like, mm. this is about more than just me. It's no longer me just playing this game. It's about me providing for everybody. But I like this theory because I've never researched it. So when you told me this about Patrick Mahomes, the first thing I think of, well, Brady had, you know, he hasn't had many down years, but he did have that year where he got hurt. Was that the year he became a father? And so I went to go look it up, and I'm still doing that right now. <laughs> Personal life. Brady, um, oh God. His Wikipedia page is quite long. This could be a novel in itself. Well, remember, because he I had that baby up, with Bridget Moynihan. That's he his, did. You know, I don't, I don't, and I'm yeah. going to guess that one did not affect his play. I don't think he was very present for that baby's life. But I mean, um, it would be something to research. Like, okay, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to be bad forever. And maybe Brady did have that year where he got injured. I don't know if it's related to the dad or not. I'm struggling to find on his Wikipedia page when he became a father. But let's research the first year that everyone became a father and what their numbers looked like. I think we could have a case study. And there is kind of an argument as someone, I'm I'm pregnant. um, And it's like, Oh, wow. If you, if we did this research and we see guys whose play didn't go down, then I'm like, well, you're a shitty dad. Like, that's like that. And I know that that's not valid, but I'm like, are you doing nothing at home? Like, who is, do you have a night nurse? Is your mother-in-law there? Like, I want to know, I I do kind of like want to know the setup. What's her name? Brittany Mahomes? Brittany. Brittany Brittany. Matthews. Oh, yeah. Going to be Mahomes. They're not, um, they're not married yet, which is totally fine. Um, I (laughs) I didn't want there to be any era of judgment in that at all. Um, so it's like, what is, I'd like to know the childcare around the clock. What's going on? Uh, Like, give me a peek into the Mahomes, Brittany, just sort of chore wheel. Well, they, she does work out a lot. She's a big, um, I think she has that business. She's she's in great shape. Back in a way that's like, come on, bitch. Why you got to put those pictures up? She had a baby less than a year ago, and she looks phenomenal. Yeah, she just got that skinny look. She's like one of those girls that has abs but, like, wasn't in the Olympics, and then you're like, well, then what's going on here? (laughs) How does she look at abs like that? She's got that long blonde hair. Whenever a man just loves long blonde hair, I'm sorry, I know you're a blonde, it's like, what a fucking idiot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It just seems like, you know, it's like, why don't you go fuck a mop for damn sake Not yeah i know at least i mine is short yeah. yeah but you should be long but you also have a pretty face you know this is this now is you're just making up for it you're like i just shat all over blinds but but hey 100%. hey look no you're pretty it's fine it's 100 this is almost our first podcast fight <laughs> but the thing is i don't want to fight i just want to be mad that i didn't get to marry an nfl player that's all it is <laughs> Oh, boy. oh man. So Patrick Mahomes, is he struggling because he's struggling and trying to do too much or is he struggling because he's a father? Well, I mean, maybe he's trying to do too much. Just he spread too thin in his life. And I do think it's really hard. And this was a team that was like kind of 
determined to be a dynasty before they won anything beyond one. And in in the NFL, it's so hard. It's just very, very difficult to, to repeat in that way. And it obviously makes what Brady did in New England and what it seems like could be possible in Tampa Bay that much more impressive. But yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to take away from the Chiefs because I do enjoy them. Um, and I love Travis Kelsey. And I think the organization as a whole is one to like feel good about. But they're struggling right now. Yeah, I struggle to completely hit the panic button when it comes to Mahomes just because he can change your mind so quickly. Like throughout that entire game, until it got to like five minutes left in the fourth quarter, I was like, he's coming back because yeah, that's he always, always does. Right. So I think that he's the guy who can flip the switch faster than anybody else. It's clear they're struggling and I'm not going to say like, oh, they're fine. They have nothing to worry about. Like they got a lot to worry about. I mean, I do think like we joke about doing too much with being at home and being a father, but on the field, I really think he's trying to make up for everybody else's mistakes. Like yeah. there was that one um, fourth quarter run that he had where he, and he ended up fumbling the ball. He easily yeah. could have just slid once he got the first down, but instead he's trying to do much and gain more yards because I think his offensive line, it's, I mean, they invested a lot there yeah. and it's still not very good. No, so I think he's just one of their putting it guys, on. And he stinks too. I'm like, get this, send him back. Return, return him where he came from and he's not vaxxed and it's like get out of here dog oh boy where i do take issue with it is on a personal level because patrick mahomes is my fantasy quarterback and i gotta be honest i was feeling you know i i tweeted on saturday night that i puked on my own floor pregnant pregnancy non oh it was a pregnancy puke it was a pregnancy puke. No, I'm not. Listen, I'm not drink. I'm not drunk. Puke no, right I now. know, but you've had a lot of different um, puking incidents, like the braces being tightened, the engagement alcohol no, slash yeah. bliss. I'm so I was wondering, puker. actually, what the puke was, and I was going to make fun of you on Twitter, but then I was like, oh, she's probably a pregnancy puke, and if I make fun a, of her, then it was. A I'll throw up my puke. entire pregnancy. Yeah, it was a pregnancy puke, and then I stepped in dog shit. And, and then, and then I did one fun show. And so I said, this is even Stevens. And then someone said, how's your fantasy team looking? And my fantasy team, I had a 72% chance to win. I was feeling good. I was, ooh, I was coasting in. And I'm like, this is something to feel good about, even if the Colts can't bring it home. And then this is what happens. If the Colts win, my fantasy team loses. Always. Without that fail. happened last week too. Without fail. <sighs> So Patrick Mahomes completely fucked you. Oh, yes, with no Vaseline. And it was <laughs> a tough one. And and Baker was my backup, who I had to obviously let go. Um, and so I picked up Carson Wentz, and I would have won. I would have won if I'd started Carson Wentz. Mm, can you believe it? I can't even, the sentence doesn't even make sense. It really doesn't. But, I mean, if you have Mahomes and Wentz on your roster, you're starting Mahomes Every single time. I mean, the fact that you have to question this week whether you're going to start Mahomes or not. Like, that I that's know. stressful. Yes. And I'm like, this will be. And, and listen, he's been amazing for me. It was just like, I mean, I'm sure I feel how Andy Reid feels. Like, damn, you, this 
you really shit the bed. Like, and, and, and he's hurt. And it was interesting that he passed concussion protocol, but they were still like, nah, dog, you got to sit down. <laughs> like, I don't know if that happens that often. Because he did look, you know, there's sometimes a look in an eye um, where you're like, whoa, I don't, I don't think he knows. He's going to see the tomahawk chop and think that he's damn Christopher Columbus. Like, he does not know what's going on right now. I mean, I don't want to make fun of concussions. He did get drilled, and it's not funny. But if suddenly after he got hit and then he went to his press conference and had a normal voice, everyone would be like, what? <laughs> like, what is going on with him? No, and Poor you know, Mahomes. I watched, I watched his press conference, and he says true, and not even, like, scripted all the right things. Like, he just does seem like a good human being. And so it is, and he's just so exciting that it, it is kind of a bummer to see him have this, like, that they figured out his kryptonite to some extent. Ah, he's just so athletic and he does such crazy things with the way he throws the football. I don't, I, I'm not buying the narrative like, oh, everyone figured out Patrick Mahomes. Like, no, I, I believe I believe he's going to get back on track in the next couple of weeks here. And we will all laugh at the time that we thought Mahomes' career was over. Okay, so I guess I'll continue to start him. Now, I do, <laughs> I do have an outline of what we're going to talk about in front of me. So I do believe that your fantasy te- team had a better week than mine did. My fantasy team had a great week. Wow. And... Um, I was playing one of those opponents that had a lot of people on the bye, so it just wasn't even Mm, fair. And they did a bad job uh, roster managing. Um, But I I started the Bucs defense, which has been very good throughout the season. But was the absolute best on uh, Sunday. And it really was a highlight of the week because during the Sunday slate, all the games were blowouts. They were all blowouts. It was a very boring day of watching football. But one of the things that was exciting was that Tampa kept beating up on the Bears, which was tough to watch because I really, really do like Justin Fields. And it was just sad for him and sad for the Bears. But it was great for me because I had the Bucs defense and it was turnover after turnover after turnover. And I completely dominated my opponent because of it. And now Bears head coach has COVID. I think it's great timing for him to have that. I if there is a time to have COVID, this is it. This is this it. This is like the first, and COVID ain't no joke. And I think he's vaccinated. I don't think there's any head coach that's not vaccinated. Um, and so I'm fingers crossed that he will be fine and that everyone around him will be fine. I don't know if there has been someone who got COVID at a better time. At, like no, uh, in, he's, the, in the history He needs of to get away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing that would make it better is if he had a story like Cliff Kingsbury where he got COVID and then um, was able to, like, Skype with his team and his team, like, won for him. Like, if the Bears suddenly That's turn not, this into a win for no. Nagy, but I don't think so because I think no. they all want him fired. So this is yeah. perfect for Matt Nagy. I think the Bears players are like, oh, no, our Wi-Fi is out. Um, I, think he's, <laughs> I think he is not Skyping in. I bet the assistants are like, you know what? You should just really isolate. You should really, no TV, don't get on Twitter, for sure don't. Um, that makes you sicker. Um, and just, yeah, close your laptop. We got it. We got it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, this is, I mean, Nagy is probably going to be the first coach fired 
because, well, Gruden, I guess, technically resigned. He resigned. <laughs> so Nagy will be the first coach fired. And COVID, <sighs> I mean, he'll look back and look, say maybe COVID extended his career for a week. Yeah, because you can't fire someone while they have COVID. Because then I think they've got a labor dispute on their hands, you know? Definitely. Uh, is it Nagy? Is that Nagy. how you say it? That's a tough last name. Sometimes I feel like people say Nagy. Nagy, Nagy. Well, and I think that may just be sort of a Chicago nasal um, accent thing. Um, okay. So I missed um, the Manning cast last night. I had Which a, is shocking because you love the Mannings more than anybody. Yeah, I do. There's a there's a very strange piece of I'm going to say artwork in quotes um, that hangs in my parents' basement that is Archie, Peyton, and Eli's faces coming out of the clouds, and then also coming out of the clouds beneath it, legends. The word legends over a football field, and that hangs <laughs> hangs in my family home. <laughs> So it's all it's all the Mannings. I don't know where this thing came from. I think someone gave it to us. No, it is not all the Mannings. We do not give a fuck about Eli. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Put a dang X over him? Poor Cupper. He can't even get on there. Um, it's mostly, I would say it's 99% Peyton and then maybe 1% Archie. Okay. He's like an old man. Wow. I didn't realize this from your family. Yeah. Garage sale, you think? Gift? I, I think it was a gift. I think it was a gift. Gad gift? And, and people now that I'm um, pregnant are like, Peyton? You know, are you going to name the baby Peyton? It's like, I will not be naming the baby Peyton. Um, but I, yeah, I did get engaged in front of a mural of Reggie Miller. And so people are <laughs> guessing Reggie, too. I think both are solid names, Peyton and Reggie. Um, and I wouldn't judge you for either. Oh, no. I love the name uh, Reginald. And and in Indy, you got Reggie Wayne, Reggie Miller, two Reggies. And my mom's caterer, Reggie. Um, so that's actually three amazing Reggies from Indy. And um, the... I Your mom's say, caterer is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. He's, oh, he makes incredible sandwiches. Um, the, the baby will have a middle name that um, is named after a Pacers player, but is not Reggie. But we we, him we really need to congratulate you here on the pregnancy. This is very exciting news. Megan is going to be a mom. So Thanks. everyone tweet her, congratulate her. This is, this is big. It's big. It's a big time. <laughs> and it's a boy. So it's going to be this room I'm sitting in right now. This is my office. This will be the nursery. It's I'm um, giving it up, giving it, gave up my body, giving up my office. What is my husband giving up? 70 pairs of sneakers. <laughs> 70 pairs of sneakers and you have to give up a whole room and your entire body. Yeah. But wow. He's getting rid of a few Kyries. So I'll be selling them on the dark market. He's selling them on eBay. Yeah. And I'm like, give me all the money. (laughs) Give it all to me. (laughs) So I can buy more crystals that I don't understand. Okay. So you did, you did the homework for us and now I'm going to (laughs) copy off your paper in podcast terms. You've let me know the guests they had on. And instead of me trying to find clips of them, I thought it might be fun for me and try, try to guess what the two Manning bros and their guests talked about. Yeah, this they had quite the lineup last night. I mean, okay. 
it was star studded. I saw the graphic tweeted out and I was like, wow, this is going to be great. Um, I was shocked that you missed it, but that's okay because this allows for us to play a game. Have you seen any of the pictures or any of the clips? Um, So I have seen a picture and a brief clip of Marshawn Lynch because it was making the rounds. And, um, but that is all, that is all. Okay. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch was the star studded guest. Um, okay. So it started and Peyton was wearing, do you know what Peyton was wearing? Do we, do we want to, um, he was wearing a Jersey and I, I think it was an Ole Miss Jersey. So I'm guessing he lost a bet to Eli. Yeah, he lost a bet to Eli, had to wear the Ole Miss jersey for the first half, and it was a youth medium. So he really... Uh, he filled it out pretty well. Did Ole Miss beat Tennessee? Or was they did. It? Okay. All right. So that makes sense. Classic brother um, rivalry there. Um, okay. So let's just get started with Marshawn Lynch. Um, and part of our game is going to be Megan guesses what these guests said and provides a verbatim. Well, it doesn't really have to be verbatim, but provides a Manning quote since she is the Manning expert on what they said. So Marshawn Lynch, what did he talk about? Um, Skittles. It is. There was some Skittles talk. There was Skittles talk. Okay. Um, Skittles. He looked very laid back. Um, which I love, I love Marshawn. I have truly a soft spot. And now I'm, now I'm like, do we name the baby Marshawn? Um, I, I'm going to say Skittles and I'm gonna say, I saw a Miss Pac-Man behind him. I, or maybe it was a regular Pac-Man, but did they talk about, uh, what other like sort of video games he has in his house? They didn't really hit on that, but probably the go home, it was literally actually the go home line for Marshawn Lynch was, um, he dropped an F-bomb on the air. Great. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Did they bleep it or was it not No, not it, it, it aired. Just, yeah. They, there's it like was, a seven second delay even when it's live. It was ESPN too, so that's like kind of like the bad boys of ESPN. You're about um, to say fuck? Okay. They kind of sure. let things slide there. That's like when, um, like in the Mets documentary that our that our boss Sal produced, the ESPN two one had the um, the risque content, and then the ESPN one. I had. do remember. Okay, yes, yes, yes. And you know what? They did that for the last dance too. They were like, mm-hmm. "This is the PG thirteen version on ESPN." Okay, great. So this is good to remember, though. ESPN two, if you want to get naughty. Yeah, um, okay. he did drop an F-bomb. It was the Seahawks were just going to take a knee and end the quarter. And then they snapped it back, and he literally on air said, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I love him. But then they came back from break, and this always confuses me. They come back, and Peyton's like, we just want to apologize to everybody for um, the language. Oh, like, God. what? Is there anyone sitting at home mad that Marshawn Lynch dropped an F-bomb? no. No. And I hope that's like, I hope that's the producers making them do that and not Peyton. Because I could see Peyton being like, I'm supposed to love Christ. I should probably say this. But I hope that was like the network calling them. Yes. Um, Also, Marshawn Lynch takes a shot of Hennessy every day. At least one. And yesterday he said that he took three. One for Peyton, one for Eli, and one for himself. A nice friend. <laughs> that is a nice friend. Wow. Okay. That's cute. I lo- he's truly the gift that keeps on giving. Why um, don't we have a rumor that he's gonna run for president? 
I think he'd be amazing. I think he would too. He's hilarious. I mean, give him a mic and I'm listening. Must watch TV. Um, There was one other topic that I wanted to see if you remembered. Do you recall a time against the Saints where Peyton ran for 33 yards? Um, I think I do. Peyton's very slow and runs. um, His legs are moving and then his upper body is not moving at all. Like very stiff. And he would always say, speed kills. Um, And so I do feel like I remember that to some extent. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because they showed the old highlights of it and I just had to write it down because I was like, Megan is definitely going to remember this. They called it back. It was a fake spike. Peyton ran down to end the half. The referees called it back, and Marshawn Lynch, what was his response to the referees calling it back? Bullshit. He said, the refs are haters. That's right. They are. That's right. Um, Our next guest on the Manning cast was the one, the only, Tom Brady. Oh, boy. Okay, wow. That's a get. That's a get. Big get. So do you want to start by guessing any lines that one of the Mannings said? Um... I'm guessing, um, I'm guessing Eli made fun of beating him twice. There wasn't a lot of that. No. Wow. I wonder if Tom was like, no. And I'm guessing for my own personal hope is that Peyton asked if Vladimir Putin did in fact take one of Robert Kraft's Super Bowl rings. That wasn't brought up either. Damn it! No! <laughs> but there was a lot of nice back and forth between Peyton and Tom. I thought it was like, oh, it was I cute. think they love each other. Um, Tom was less robot-y than he ever is. I wonder that if that's good. Peyton bringing it out of him. Because, you know, he went to Peyton's Hall of Fame induction. And everybody <clears throat> like was like, oh my god, I guess that means they're really friends. It could just mean that there's like a massive amount of mutual respect. Um, and maybe Tom wanted to be there to be like, look, the goat is actually here, you know, (laughs) like to rub it in his face. But I do think they, I do think they're sort of like, what is it? Like the tide lifts all ships. Like I think their careers did really piggyback each other in like a, in a way that they enjoy. Yeah, there was a lot of making fun of Tom for his bedtime, so I thought that was kind of funny. They were like, oh, and Tom stayed up past 9 o'clock. That was good. And, um, yeah, I just think when he's around people who are sort of on the same level as him, which, let's be real, who's on the same level as Tom Brady? Just not many. I think he finds it easier to be himself. Yeah. But we did learn, again, that, like, Tom really hates Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say Jewish people. Why you said J- Tom hates Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, I think. I mean, because he's so there's all those hotter. rumors coming out of Patriots Land that like Tom wanted Jimmy gone and he locked him out of the TB12 facility, which <gasps> we don't know if any of these are true, but there were definitely rumors. That, and then- that makes me mad at Tom because I like when the quarterbacks are nice and and, and like honestly, I think it's from Jimmy is hot. Like uh, you know, Tom's obviously like hot, but it's not it's not for me. Um, Jimmy is like. That's for everybody. That's oh, hot. Jimmy is abs- Jimmy is the most beautiful man I think I've ever Ooh, seen in my watching life. Watching him in the rain? Oh my God. I really wanted a notebook scene with yes. Jimmy Garoppolo on Sunday He's- night. <laughs> Hotter than Ryan Gosling. It's still not over. 
Okay. So, wow. Okay. That's well, they showed on the Manning cast and they actually called him out because when they won, the Patriots won the Super Bowl against Seattle. We all remember the play, yeah. the reaction on the sideline. Tom jumps up and Jimmy is there like, hey, bro, give me a high five. And Tom just completely blows him off. Left him hanging. And leaves Jimmy hanging. I know. I, again, like I, I would never leave Jimmy Garoppolo hanging. But... Um, so they show the clip and they're asking Tom all about it. And he just was like, ah, sorry, Jimmy. Like he, oh wow, there's something there. And was Peyton like, you can't give him a high five. I kissed Papa John. <laughs> Papa John did come up later <laughs> in the broadcast. Amazing. All right. Our next guest was Sue Bird. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, did she talk about, did she talk about the wedding? No. Uh, I want to know about it. Okay. Um, That's a Megan that we could have on our show. I know. That's what I was thinking, too. She goes on our Hall of Fame board, too. Um, Did they talk about... Now, I believe Eli has two, Peyton has two, Megan has four championships, right? Yep. Sue. Sue. Sue has four. Okay, so did they talk about her having more championships than them? They did. What What was the quote? The Manning quote. Takes two Mannings to equal one Sue Bird. It's pretty close. It was almost exactly that. And they had a little graphic where they showed all the different championships. Um, so that was clearly a highlight. You hit it, hit it out of the park there. The other yes. thing that was talked about was retirement speculation. Um, what you say? Well, I almost thought Peyton spoiled it because he was like, you know, a, a lot of people are saying, well, he didn't even say a lot of people. He's like, basically was like, oh, so you're going to retire. And then he's like, oh, we'll go to break. <laughs> and then they went to break and came back. And then Peyton was like, so there's been speculation. And he gave the advice to not allow Rob Lowe to announce her retirement. Wow. I love that every time they go to commercial, it's just because they have to tell Peyton or Eli to stop doing something. They're not even like, they're like, we don't even have ads to run. We just need Peyton to apologize for letting Marshawn say fuck. Uh, It's a great show. It's a great show. Um, And last but not least was Drew Brees. And honestly, I think Drew Brees needs to work in golf because I I almost fell asleep. I have no notes on Drew Brees. I have yeah, Eagle like, Creek. I'm supposed to ask you about Eagle Creek. They oh, okay. That's, about a par- it. that's a park in Indy. That's a park in Indy. Um, and, oh, yeah, I guess they both share Indiana. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. They talk about Eagle Creek. I mean, my dad's company used to have, like, picnics there. Um, did they talk about Christ? I feel like Drew loves Christ. I think they both love God, but I think they try yeah. to keep God off TV. And, and how was Drew's um, birthmark looking? I didn't notice it. So they keep oh. them in these tiny, tiny little boxes yeah, on the yeah. side. And I I really didn't notice the birthmark. Well, and Sunday Night Football, they have him with a good angle. You know, it's on, he's he's definitely, he Barbara Streisand and was like, my left is my good side. Um, and so you can't really see it. And obviously they've got good makeup on it, but it's almost non-existent. Did they talk about his hair replacement surgery? <laughs> They did not talk about what it, but that? I, I think they should have talked about it with both Brady and Drew Brees. Yes. And like Peyton, it's like, you've got the biggest forehead and you poke fun at it. So why can't these men talk about how they clearly got hair from their ass put on their head? <laughs> I, if that's ass hair, I got to admit like it's their ass hair, hair looks nice. <laughs> like, 
No, I think it's like neck hair or something. People out here, if you think crystals are big, ooh, <laughs> men in LA love to get their hair put on. Well, I think Brady did it right. Like, I would go to Brady's guy. I mean, the last couple of years, he's gotten a little bit uh, intense with the hair plugs. But mm-hmm. compared to Drew Brees, I think Brady's look way better. Yeah. Well, and Brees, it was just so drastic. You know, we saw him in that, was it the NFC Championship game? Yeah, that they that they lost. And, and you're like, he ain't got no hair. <laughs> we saw him on Sunday Night Football, <laughs> and it was like, who is that? <laughs> he had, like, Richard Pryor's hairline. It's like, okay, sure. <clears throat> Oh, hair plugs. Would you donate hair to your husband for hair plugs? Oh, a thousand percent. Can it work like that? CJ doesn't need it. CJ has that gorgeous Filipino hair. Um, And it's like, it's really annoying. Like, he has like a gorgeous head of hair and then like no arm hair and like the smoothest arm skin. And it's like, in what? Because like Irish people, we have a lot of hair, but then it's like we're hairy other places too. Def- yeah, very, very hairy. <laughs> Not Filipinos. They they did it right. They did it they right. They got the head hair and they're smooth everywhere else. Yeah, what a what a gift. <laughs> not me. <laughs> I've had the hairiest legs of my life during this pregnancy. And it's not even I don't even have a baby bump yet. Like I can shave my legs. I'm just <laughs> fully refusing to. Oh boy. Okay, well thank you for doing the Manning cast homework. It sounds like it was a fun one though. It, it was great. I mean, they really don't ever disappoint. And, and we had a couple weeks where we had it consistently. So mm-hmm. I think the fact that it went away and came back made me want to watch even more. Yeah. And it really, it was just really upsetting to Colts fans that it wasn't on during that Monday night game where the Colts really shit the bed. Um, I, I think, it, I honestly think Peyton's probably so happy he didn't have to watch that game and have reactions though. I think it would have been like, he would it would have been too hard for him to be diplomatic. Well, I do want to know, they have somebody when Peyton does his, um, you know, when he points things out on the screen and uh-huh. will draw and tell you, break down the play. They have somebody filming him, like, because mm-hmm. they had an alternate angle this week. And I want to know who it is. Like, it's is it his mom. wife? It's my mom. <laughs> she just goes over to his house and she's yeah, filming it? my mom goes down there. No, I bet, yeah, it, I bet it's not his wife. I don't think she's hands-on in Peyton's career, if you know what I mean. Um, I'm guessing it is maybe like a... PA, a producer they send. They just send someone to his... And then Eli was probably like, can I get one? And they were like, no, you can't. <laughs> Peyton gets two angles, you get one. Fucking take it. And he's like, I got as many Super Bowls. And they're like, Eli, we all know. Okay. All right. So speaking of Tom Brady, he ooh, accomplished his 600th touchdown pass. Now, when they were showing, like... It was a big deal when someone got to 100 back in the day. And it seems like with the amount of success and the amount of time that Brady has played, this may be a number that no one else ever hits. Yeah, I mean, it was easy to say a couple weeks ago. Everyone's like, oh, Mahomes will get there. But look what happened now. Not so easy. I don't. So I think 600 is going to be tough to top for anybody. Yeah. So it was a Mike Evans touchdown, um, who is on my fantasy team and who has been pretty terrible. Um, so happy to see him. All it took was the rest of the Bucks offense being out. But he caught the ball and then handed it to a celebrating Bucks fan. And then there's video of him, someone telling him on the sideline, like, that was his 600th pass. And he's like... Oh no. Oh shit. Like kind of like laughing, but also like, is Tom going to kill me? Like, 
is Giselle going to They're all so terrified of him. A hundred percent, as they should be. Um, so give us the rundown of the fan gave the ball back and and has been rewarded with some like a goodie bag of, of <laughs> gifts. What does that include as of right now? He got it literally is a goodie bag. He will receive two signed jerseys plus a helmet from Tom, a signed Mike Evans jersey plus his game cleats, okay. a $1,000 credit at the Bucks team store. <laughs> Two season tickets for the remainder of this season and next season. Okay. And then I think Tom said somewhere that he's going to give him one Bitcoin. He said that on the Manning. Okay. The Manning but I think okay. he was trying to be like, oh, I'm in with the kids and Bitcoin. Oh, I don't think okay, he's great. really giving him a Bitcoin. Okay. Because someone was saying one Bitcoin is $62,000. And so, you know, Prop betters, our dear boss, Sal, everybody's weighing in and saying whether or not this is a good trade. Megan, you know Tom. That's yeah, we're your, close personal that's friends. Your guy. That's your guy. What do you What do you think about this um, that that goodie bag in exchange for the six hundredth ball? Well, I, let it be known to the world, the podcast world, that ever since Tom left the Patriots, I've had a really hard time with it. Like I, mm. I really don't like him. And a lot of Patriots fans get mad at me about this. Like, how can you not like him? I just, he's changed. Mm. So even last night watching him on the Manning cast, I'm like, look at this guy. He comes in and he has his TB12 logo on his chest. I'm like, he's just all about him. He's all about branding. And I get it. He has every right to be, but I'm annoyed by him. So when he's like chuckling, laughing, (laughs) I think Tom owes this guy a lot more. Like a thousand dollars at the Bucks team store? What? That's ridiculous. I mean, I think Tom needs to literally open up his wallet and and give this kid something. He deserves it. So this guy was in front row seats in the end zone, which are not or of a Super Bowl team, Super Bowl champion team. So but it's the not, Bucks. Like no one cares. I know, but I don't think those are cheap seats. No, they you know, can't like, be. This but maybe it was a gift. This guy isn't a Make a Wish case, you know. Um, so my <laughs> my feeling on it is like some of it too. It's like he's a Bucks fan. He's obviously a huge Tom Brady fan, whether he was before or not. He is now. That like sometimes it's okay to just. Do a nice thing for the team you love, too. Like, uh, like I was trying to put myself in in his position where it's like, we have become so cynical, and this is so self-righteous of me, to be like, oh my God, this man needs to be given so much shit. When it's like, if the Colts even looked at me and were like, hey, can we have you? Like, what do you want? Like, I'll give you anything. Like, it is kind of a joy in some ways. Like, he's the anti-Steve Bartman. You know, like he is getting to do for the team in a way that will will make him probably feel good and be like, you know, Tom owes me for the rest of his life that I think whatever they gave him, $1,000 to the team store, I'd be like, give me $5,000 to the concession stands, okay? <laughs> well, I'm, if I'm coming for two years, I'm going to be getting hot dogs, nachos, and as much Bud Light as my family can carry down to these seats. But... It's like he gets to be the guy that gave the ball back. And I think that's worth, it's like a MasterCard. You know, it's like that's priceless in a lot of ways. Um, I see what you're saying. But <laughs> I think 
my issue is with Tom. I'm just like, all right, really? Like, it's your 600th one. It's going to go to Canton. It's not going to go to Tom. They mm-hmm. need it for historical purposes. They the were going to get it back raking in money. So give the guy a bone. Give him something. I don't know. I look at Tom and I'm like... You got you got five hundred. You got six hundred. You got four hundred. Like they're probably all just sitting there collecting dust. Give the guy money if you want it. Mike Evans is the dumbass. I, I someone should have told him. Like oh well, okay. Brady is not going to throw on the ball for the next four weeks. So you better bench uh, him no, because you know that's how it works. Ball. No, I mean to throw in the ball. Oh God, you think I should drop Mike Evans now? He's going to be so <laughs> mad at him. He's on Brady's list. That's what he does. He's like, you know what? Fuck up. You're not getting the ball. Sorry. Okay, speaking of Tom, that brings us to the Patriots, who have now beat the Jets 12 consecutive times. Um, Do you feel bad for the Jets? No. Wow. Not even a little. Wow. Do you? Do you like Jets fans? Um, you know, I, I know some Jets season ticket holders. One of my former agents is a Jets season ticket holder and that she has a soft place in my heart. Um, I feel bad for Jets fans because the organization, and I also feel bad for, I just feel bad kind of like, I felt bad for the bills too. Just like, I think being in the same division with them, I'm just like, damn that. You know, I'm sad to be in the same division as Derrick Henry. I can't even imagine being in the same division as Tom Brady for that long. But it's like he's not there anymore. I li- you know, like you're letting Matt Jones I like the run Bills all fans. over you. Yeah. I mean, I like the Bills fans. They're passionate. It takes very special people to oh. voluntarily go through tables. So I, I'm all, I like the Bills fans. I have a lot of respect for them and I'm happy for them. I don't think I could ever be happy for Jets fans. Ever. Now, and, and why I, I may not know enough about Jets fans to um, to despise them. What's what's think their J-E-T-S, the Jets, whole, Jets, Jets, Jets? That's kind of cute, huh? Well, like the whole Mangini thing, the New York, oh, yeah. Boston thing. Jets fans are the worst. And I know the Giants are, play in the same stadium. The stadium is dumpy. No. What happened between yeah. the Patriots and the Giants? Just New York, Boston are never going to like each other. I think Belichick tries to beat the Jets. I mean, he tries to beat everybody, but I think he like really gets up for Jets games. Like he's, he's looking to make a statement. Wow. Okay. Well then 12 is a lot. That's hard. Cause it's hard to beat a team twice, you know, when, and when you have to play a divisional rival in the playoffs, which, you know, luckily never happens. That's like, it's really, you know, it's, it's a difficult card to be dealt. If you've got a team that's that dominant in your division. So, well, the Patriots are lucky, too, because the Jets are exactly what they needed, right? They just absolutely. had a couple of pretty bad losses. They need to get back on track. What better team to get back on track with yep. than a big win over the Jets? That's how I, like I feel it. about getting to play the Texans and the Jaguars for four total games. Thank you. We'll take it. And the Colts still find a way to lose them. Um, okay. Wow. It is Halloween week, and I'm saying that with joy, but it is a stressful holiday, Um, especially for someone that works in a creative field like me. People want you to have the funniest damn costumes all the time. But So you're dressing up. I am dressing up. As of now, I have at least two costumes. Wow. Where are you going? So um, two kids' parties, and then I'm doing a live podcast that is like um, costume sort of required for the panelist, I believe. 
So I was thinking about this all morning because I saw it in our rundown. It was like, oh, what are you being for Halloween? And I was like, nothing. (laughs) That's what I wish. I wish. I mean, I'm, I'm going to hand out candy to children. I bought nips to hand out to adults. Nips. And nips, like the little oh, okay. alcoholic. Okay. And then I was like, wait. Should, is should I get waters? Is, is she wearing funny nipples on the outside? <laughs> That's her costume for the kids, which I would be totally like. I am dressing up as a nipple and handing out nips. Maybe I'll do that. Um, so Aaron Rodgers has said that his hair growth is because of a Halloween costume. We are going to find out. It's on Sunday, which it's like, I love when the holidays fall on the actual Sunday, Sunday. It makes it so much more fun. What do you think Aaron Rodgers is growing his hair out to be? Um, he said on the Pat McAfee show that he was going to do it after somebody he inspires. He's inspired by like one of his heroes. Okay. So I actually went through his entire social media, who he follows, to try to uh-huh. find out uh-huh. who maybe his hero is. And I could only find two with semi-long hair that would work out. And it was Harry okay. Styles and Matthew McConaughey. Okay. But I don't think he's going to be either one of those. No. I know he's a big Office fan. So I think he's going to be a young Michael Scott. Interesting. Okay. I think there is a chance that he is going as Shailene. He's going to dress up as Shailene. Yes. Like, he strikes me. They strike me as that type of couple. To be like, wouldn't it be funny if we went as each other? (laughs) And she's going to dress up as Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Yes. And she'll be like, I don't even know what this costume is. You know, she's so like, what is football? What is ball foot? (laughs) Um, that I, it's going to be, it's going to be an eye roll is what I'm anticipating. And I'm excited to see it. I I, I think he's going to be young Michael Scott. And I think she's going to be that's a Pam. Great guess. I think that's a great guess. I think that's a great guess. That is also very fucking basic. Um, and I'll tell you my basic ass costume. I am going to the kids party as Miss Frizzle from the magic school bus. Oh, I, I love that. Yeah, thank you. I love to go as a redheaded um, character. I'm I'm definitely a dark auburn. Some people do not even consider me a redhead. But on Halloween, I ride hard for the redheads. I've been Peg Bundy, Jessica Rabbit, Ariel. I still have Wendy of Wendy's fame to go. But Miss Frizzle has been a, a redhead bucket list for me. I like it. Do you have the lizard that goes along? Isn't there a lizard? You know what? I don't have the lizard. I do have um, a school bus purse. I have a Miss Frizzle dress. And then I have um, astronaut and Saturn earrings. And then I was going to not wear a wig, do my own hair, like, really frizzed out. Because, you know, there's a new magic school bus and Miss Frizzle has, like, a blowout. There's a new one? Yeah, there's a new one, and she has really I need to watch hair. It. It's really fucked up, actually. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Mike Leach was interviewed on the sideline after, and he goes, I hate candy corn. <laughs> it was so funny. And went on such a tangent about Haribo and gummies and all of his favorite candy that um, here at Extra Points, we are having everyone weigh in on their most underrated and overrated candy choices. Megan, give us your most overrated. I did love the interview. Something different, something entertaining. Yeah. I 
strongly disagree with him. I think candy corn is the absolute worst. It's complete trash. We, he said he hates it. Oh, I'm sorry. He hates no, he it too? Said, yeah, he says he I thought he said it. he loves it. No, he said he hates it. Okay, then, then we are on the same page. Um, the leash. most overrated candy, is, now you have it a threefer. It's um, Milky Ways, Three Musketeers, and Snickers. All three of them overrated. I think, Terrible. I think people, people are pretty down on Milky Ways. I think they're like, that's not what kids want. Okay, so those are your most overrated. I, I have to go with a crowd. Fa- uh, Snickers I'm surprised by because I love Snickers. Um, my, my they're pers- good, but like overrated. I like them. Um, and I love uh, um, Snickers ice cream. My most overrated, and I know this will be unpopular, is Kit Kat. Really? I don't like it. At all? Like, no, I think it has no taste. It's just like chocolate around sort of like crunchy cardboard. It don't do it for me. It <sighs> don't do it for me. Um, what is your most underrated? Swedish fish. Mmm, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I love it. Also raisinets. Raisinets are great, and you really only get them at the movies, but they're so good. Um, and a lot of people hate on raisins, so yeah, I I'm here to raisins. tell them they're wrong. I love and I love raisins in things and breads. Yes, please. Um, my most underrated is Baby Ruth. I think they got a bad rap once they got thrown in the pool and everyone thought they were shit in Caddyshack. And they are messy. They do kind of like break apart. But I just, I, I think if you think Snickers are overrated, maybe give Baby Ruth a try. Because I think it's like, it, it tastes like a, a more artisanal <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> I love that you consider Baby Ruth artisanal. Yeah, because like the peanuts are whole, I think. Who knows? It might be the the chopped peanuts and Snickers though. I just think they're good. Like it's I'm not gonna turn down a Snickers if someone gives me a Snickers. I just don't think they live up to the hype. Yeah. And and we didn't rank um Twix or Reese's because I think personally those are rated right where they're supposed to be at the top. Ooh. Peanut M&M's are my all-time favorite candy. They're so good. So good. And the commercials. I love them. They're, like, those commercials have been on for 30 years, and I'm like, I will never tire of the hijinks of what the M&M's are up to. And the green, sexy M&M, I was her one year, too. That's a great costume. Yeah. She just, now lashes. Now, as a commercial enthusiast, I'm surprised that you don't like Kit Kats, because that song was so catchy. It is great. I think the song is better than the the cat, the kid or the cat. Hmm. I know. And I like kick cereal. You know, like I do like, it's just, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't read candy. It's not enough. Are you with Mike Leach and me with candy corn? I will eat a candy corn. I don't love it. I don't love it. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's, I think it's thought of as like people love it or hate it. I don't love it and I don't hate it. Um, it's sort of like cilantro for me. It's one of those things where it's like, I know I'm supposed to have a strong opinion, but I'm kind of like, eh, I don't need it, but I don't hate it. I feel that with cilantro. It does not taste like soap for me. Does it taste I, like soap for you? I used to fucking hate it. Like if it would touch something, I would like cry. And now I've evolved. Now I'm like, this isn't my favorite, but I'll, it's I'll LA. work. Yeah. <laughs> LA Megan likes cilantro. Indianapolis <laughs> Megan was like, get this shit off. Of my I'm food. more accepting now. I'm more accepting. 
<laughs> we have this final topic. I feel like we're going to want to give it more more time to spread its wings. Maybe we just save it for next week. You know, we've got months ahead of us to discuss this. <laughs> do we want to give a little teaser? Yeah, we do. I, I would like to invite everyone in on this. I'm trying to monetize um, my fetus and my pregnancy journey. So as... As we near the due date, which is months away, no no belly showing, no one even thinks I look like I've gained any weight, um, I will be having all of our Megan Fun of Sports listeners and fans and my co-host weigh in on how to raise a good sports fan. I am a diehard Colts, Pacers, semi-Purdue fan. My husband picks teams, 75 of them a day, and it really pisses me off. There's already been Lakers stuff arrive at my house. There's already Bulls stuff arrive. It's like you can't have two NBA teams. It's fucking insane. And so I will need support and help, and there's no one I trust more than Megan and all of you people that I do not know to help me in raising this child. Yeah, we have to figure out how it is that you raise a sports fan. Like, do you tell them who they're going to root for? That's how I was raised. I turned out okay. Yeah, I mean, I just was, I didn't know that there was an option. (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) well, my dad hates these people. I guess I hate them too. Yeah, that's how I was raised. And as I grew and spread my wings, I picked some of my own teams, picked some of my my own players. But, um... Then, like our pal Sal, he allowed his child to pick his own team, and he's a Steelers fan. Oof, so that will not be happening. Yeah. There'll definitely be some no-fly teams, and if the kid hates me, it will obviously love those teams. Oh, shit. <laughs> so you're like, Steelers kid, you're up for adoption. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you see that my kid is a Steelers fan, all it says is, oh, damn, Megan's kid hates her. <laughs> Which has a strong possibility, you know? No, not yet. Not not at least for, you know. No, not until he's like 10. Oh, I said five. (laughs) (laughs) No, five is probably. 10 is wishful thinking for sure. (sighs) Megan, it was so great seeing you. Megan, it's always great. I had a lot of fun today. Thank you. And good luck with your Halloween costume. Maybe if I make a friend in Florida, which hasn't happened yet, but if I make some friends and get invited to a Halloween party, I'll have a uh, costume to report back on. Ugh, Florida. I feel like you probably can't make fun of Florida Floridians to their face. I'm like, you could just like go as a Floridian and, you know. <laughs> Do you think they'd get it? No. They'd be like, oh, are you from Alabama? And you're like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you Amy Winehouse? Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's what I am. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. See you next week. Bye.